Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach, and I'm Hasita, a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. Small talkers, welcome back. Have you been? I've been very busy trying to catch an even busier Hasita. What's up, Hasita? Where, where are you? I, I am everywhere all at the same time, I think. And trying to do too many things is finally catching up with me, uh, both physically and emotionally. And I think in the context of work, yes, we've come a wee. Uh, that is a big news this year, as I'm sure I've mentioned multiple times in season three. And sometimes I feel the weight of managing people, delegating versus sometimes doing it myself, kind of catching up. Uh, mainly because these are roles that I've served, you know, myself in the past. And therefore, now when I have to delegate, when I know that I have to hand that baby over to someone else, there's a bit of resistance. In fact, there's a lot of resistance, I think, because I often find myself asking this question, why even delegate? Right? If I can just do it myself and if I can do it more efficiently and maybe even better. I feel like such a bad person just saying these things aloud. Why am I even handing it off to somebody else sometimes? Yeah. No, I think you've hit the core kind of set of reasons why most people don't delegate. But interestingly, Mm. uh, what's been, what I've been noticing as a really strong theme, uh, especially with, you know, business owners, founders like you and senior leaders or anybody just managing a set of people is that it takes us quite a while to even get to this awareness that, hey, what's happening? Why am I always busy? Why am I just short of time and doing so many things? Mm -hmm. Um, Mind you, many of you are getting all those things done. It's not that you're not. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just that we are doing it with great resentment. Yeah, resentment. (laughs) Every time the bills have to be paid, (laughs) you're wondering why. And, yeah. and at a kind of a cost to your own, you know, how much do you enjoy it when it's all just crammed up like that? Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been noticing that this, even this awareness that, hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing some of these things, that that itself, you know, many need that light to be shined on them. That can you take a good hard look at what you do on a, let's call a, kind of an average or a standard business day, Mm -hmm. right? What are those 20, 30 tasks that you do? And I even tell them that um, when you're listing out these tasks, don't really just restrict it to, hey, I reached office at 10 a.m. and then from 10 to, you know, the next 10 hours, 12 hours, these include everything that you do Mm. because there is a lot that's happening that is not just attributed to work, right? You're you're quickly logging into... uh, PTM Zoom call, Mm -hmm. you're quickly ordering some groceries somewhere. You're just, your mind is being taxed and pulled in so many ways. But those are things that are getting done, right? I think you're absolutely right. Like this morning, though we got a late start and this is the first thing we are doing today. The fact is that I did do a vegetable run. I did make breakfast. I did have a conversation around the bills that need to be paid. So... I realized that by the end of it, I was already feeling drained and it felt like I needed a nap and it was not even 10 in the morning yet. So I think, yeah, we often mix up work and life and we behave as though the life component doesn't exist half the time. Yeah, yeah. So what's useful is one, while you're kind of 
doing an inventory of everything that happens in a in a good day or bad day just on any day uh, it's also important to kind of think about what's all this towards mm-hmm. right like you've started your agency hasita so even if you look at let's say a 6 month time frame or even a 3 month like not too far into the future to make it one of those lofty interview questions but <laughs> uh where do you want to be what are those three four goals that are important for you to meet right like you know it mm-hmm. could be um our damn good marketing podcast season 2 should be kind of done and dusted in in 6 months yeah uh, it could be that you want to you know work with a certain kind of uh, client yeah. or it could be that you need to do some kind of course whatever it may be mm-hmm. um keeping those three four goals and of course you know life goals like you know time with your daughter or uh, you know fitness or swimming or whatever it is if that kind of list of goals is is always in front of you mm-hmm. then really it it starts to make sense how the average day is you know how much is it really contributing to those goals that actually makes a lot of sense i mean honestly if i look back even at my own calendar a lot of things that have been put down are work related things so it's unless there's a full day that i'm spending at school it's probably not making it to my calendar but these are things that are happening these are calls that you're getting on a daily basis and there's also the little fact that when i plan a calendar i think i plan it with the intent that i'll do it myself like the concept of delegation itself <laughs> has not crossed my mind and finally when i sit down to do it the thought does enter my brain that okay maybe i can give it to this person on the team and they'll actually end up doing a better job than i do but by then i've pushed it too late and there's just not enough time to you know hand it off to someone else so maybe do you think that it's also a mindset shift that when you look at these task lists you should always think who else can do it first and not really jump into it yourself no that would be a great uh, great way to look at things right like if, okay i'm doing it now but potentially a few weeks from now or a couple of months from now who could be doing it yeah um, so many senior leaders and managers if you ask them uh, what are you doing today that uh, you were doing 3 years ago also uh, things will pop up Mm. right and then you have to ask why because you have to keep operating at your current and if you know at least next level mm. right you have to keep pushing yourself towards it because that that is the demands of any uh, you know strong performance oriented workplace and that's definitely the demands of when you run your own business right <laughs> you have to keep like operating at the next next level then why are you still doing stuff that uh you used to do 3 or 4 years back mm. i mean clearly they're not rocket science items it's not like you're the only person in that organization who can do that mm. if if that is true then you have another problem but uh i'm sure it's not that way right so why hasn't that got downstreamed don't we all operate from that savior complex uh, situation in some ways because you're running this yourself and you there are bills to pay and you know people are dependent on you running a tight ship to a large extent in fact just yesterday i was in this meeting where lots of people were involved and these people have been in that system for a very long time we as an agency have been in that system for a very long time and despite that one of the leaders on the call felt the need to highlight the fact that everybody is incompetent <laughs> uh to the extent that she even went out and said hey 
everybody is looking very lost uh, and therefore let me just reiterate this context yet again and you know that at least one person on that team has died a small death in that moment because they are all trying to do their best right but despite that as a leader i think when you look at it you're thinking in terms of all the things that have not gotten done right so when i see that i'm repeating some of the things that i did 3 years ago 2 years ago even maybe it's just me wanting to be as efficient as possible is that the right way to go about it how do you see it really it's honestly one it's not sustainable uh, because you are always adding new things to do uh, and tip and most likely the newer things are more challenging or more difficult and uh, you know take up more of your time yeah. um more and more importantly i think what you said like you reach you you're leaving it for when you just don't want to do it anymore you're you're kind of sick and tired of it uh, or you're frustrated that it's still stuck with you nobody you know sometimes we're all waiting for that uh, kind of dream sequence where like maybe two three team members walk in and say hey what can i take off your plate and let me do this for you and let me do that for you but that's not going to happen for sure <laughs> Yeah in fact right now you said that and i can already think of how badly swamped they are despite which if efficiency is something that we are still craving all of us then maybe we are not delegating the right things or we are not going about it the right way but genuinely you've sold me on the idea of delegation right like that's why people exist and i think sometimes when we delegate people also feel more empowered they feel like they own the system in fact i've had this person come up to me and say hey all that knowledge you have is just composting in your own head uh, when are you going to get it out and share it with us right and that was a huge wake up call for me that the intent is there but i have not figured out the how as well so is there a process how do you delegate what do you look for actually you know for the art of delegation there is a science too hmm. right so uh, what i do point people towards is a simple thing called a skillwill matrix uh, and i mean any google search will give you that but it simply says this that when you're looking to hand down or you know downstream a task you have to look at two aspects one is what is the skill or what is the ability of the person to do that task and then what is their will what mm. is their intent aptitude inclination towards work like that mm. right so yeah. in the minute you have two parameters you you know any behavioral scientist will make it into four quadrants right so we have kind of four types of people or four buckets into which folks could fall that's important because typically you've reached this stage out of frustration right you already want to get this task off your list you want to hand it down to somebody yeah. unless you know and have Finally. a good idea of what is the kind of person you're handing over to in terms of skill and will you will then not be allocating enough time for that transition right you're expecting that from the next second on i've given you a, like a brief overview now you pick it up and run now they will pick it up and stumble and fall reinforcing your view that this was a bad idea to start with bad idea to begin oh yeah so true so true so you're saying that there is that aspect right in terms of me giving it to somebody and them delivering a product what is the gap there really is what this matrix is Yeah, yeah. So, is it more of a preemptive tool? 
absolutely it is very preemptive like actually we can you know we i i ask managers to sit down in a room and list out your 5 6 10 you know direct reports or team members mm. and think of the tasks that you want to delegate and just write down whether on the skill and aptitude scale are they high or low and on the will intent attitude scale are they high or low right and then think about whom you want to delegate to and hence how much of your time you still have to factor in right for example yeah. if you're going to somebody if you find that hey i still seem to be doing this senior management report i don't need to kind of spend that two hours a week on it i've got other people doing reporting in my team so let me hand it off yeah. right so if you're going to hand it off to someone who's anyway skilled at reporting and who's doing a good job yeah. so they have good intent to do another report well then don't micromanage them give them clear instructions tell them where to get the data what the report should look like but empower them to do a really good job you really literally you're taking it off your plate right and you're right. just doing a very right. basic supervision the other kinds are for example you have like an intern or a fresher extremely high energy like they want to please you they want to do the good job but they don't know how to do it yet there, what to do or how to yeah, do it yeah yeah so there you allocate more time say okay let me guide you through this keep bringing bring me draft 1 bring me draft 2 right i'll tell you what's going right what's going wrong till they reach a stage where they are better at that task that's like a lot of order for thought yeah because i do have this person and i have given her a brief and uh, i think in my mind there is still the expectation that the first thing she produces will be the most amazing thing that anyone's ever seen but this actually clarifies a lot because she has that will but in terms of skill set i think and she is also quite aware and open to it in the sense that she is bringing back a lot of drafts right and somewhere my mind rejects what i think i have accepted on a certain level that she will need those number of iterations so yeah yeah then you have those who are you know just don't want to do something like hey listen i'm not i'm not a very you know number crunching mis guy i know how to do it like i my excel skills all that's fine but uh, can i do something else but you don't have a choice you do need them to pitch in on this then you have to figure out how to engage with them make it a little more exciting maybe say that hey you but you seem to have those skills so maybe you can let somebody shadow you or you mentor somebody or you get somebody to do it with you like what's what's going to energize this process for them so that it becomes more mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. right maybe hey if you do it then you can present to client yourself right or you can you know right. something that will add a little masala for it uh, on it for yeah, them yeah. yeah and to find that motivator and tie the two to, together makes a lot of sense again yeah. uh, because yeah. sometimes it's just a task otherwise right? and we've all done it and we don't like to yeah right and the only group that you really need to kind of very directly supervise is somebody who neither knows how to do it and also doesn't want to do it right which is maybe like a poor performer or somebody who's kind of in the wrong place honestly but but stuck mm-hmm. there right there uh, a creative guy in a in an accounting firm or vice versa who you <laughs> then have to really give them very clear instructions and you have to keep supervising till they move out yeah. of that quadrant either skill wise or intent wise uh, you will need yeah. more of your time there but as you can see as it each kind of person will take different amount of your time 
Yeah. Right. One, none of them will make it completely go away. That you know, you don't have to look at it at all. That's highly unlikely. Yeah. But they all don't demand the same amount of time. But you have to plan for what each one will demand, so that the whole process is meaningful for you. Otherwise, you're back to. I should have just done this myself and what a mess I've made. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So typically in startup context or in, in the context of smaller businesses, you invariably end up considering the cost of a hire while you bring them into the picture. So they may not be even a 70 or 80% of a ready product, so to speak. Uh, but you are taking them in because they come at a certain price point, which is friendly on the pocket. And there, maybe what you're able to judge is simply the intentionality, the larger build, so to speak, of wanting to be in the system, right? So then when you find instances of low-skill, low-will people, how do you go about it? Is it worth investing your time, energy, or is it something that you have to take a call on on a case-by-case basis? Or is it just better to kind of drop them where they are and understand that maybe they are not in the right place at the right time? Uh, and just move on to maybe somebody else. No, I think you kind of presented all the options. Uh, and But what I'd like you to remember is that, you know, a, the person has not really failed you, right? The fact is they have not succeeded at the task you handed over to them, right? So it's a combination. Actually, it's kind of three-dimensional if you look at it that way, that there is their skill or aptitude, uh, you know, uh, ability, then there is their intent. And then there is also all of this is for that task. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't work out for reporting, maybe it'll work out better for vendor management. Maybe it'll work out better with this person for client communication. So right. you have to, you know, experiment a bit. And in startups, you do expect people to wear multiple hats, right? Yeah. Uh, in a more structured company, you say, hey, you guys are you know, a development team or you guys are the finance team and you expect certain skill sets and hence certain tasks will go there. But in when you're building an agency and in smaller firms, you you do hire for a bit of breadth. Right. So you also have to explore that breadth and find where where is this person actually, uh, even when we are discussing this activity, there's like a whole body yes from them and they're more energized mm. and they're more, you know, they look happier about it. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this is where I should give it a shot. Give it a shot in two, three things. And then, yeah, finally, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't. Yeah. So what I'm hearing really is that, first of all, delegation is not something that you just do to take things off of your plate. It has to be a more mindful exercise towards a larger objective. And if that means that you're spending a certain amount of time in the short term, then it's worth it. Maybe if you choose to do it to the right people. So that's really, <laughs> I'm assuming, important as well. See, you're still not a believer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more episodes than we get there. Yeah. No, this, this one, you know, there's really uh, a lot of resistance. One, even before the resistance, there's the lack of awareness that, hey, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. And this is what's filling up my life uh, unnecessarily. And then, the lack of any kind of process or planning around the activity. Yeah. So then you're setting yourself up to be disappointed, uh, repeating work, always correcting someone else and, and feeling like, you know, this is never going to be an option for you. Yeah. And basically being the person in the Zoom meeting who says, okay, I don't trust you to do this. So let me just do it myself. And then disappointing a whole bunch of people, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. No, th- these are real, real people, right? Who stand up and say, "I know none of you idiots can do it, and I'll do it myself." I mean, these people exist quite literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We see, we see them almost on a weekly basis. So yeah, <laughs> what an exciting life you lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just called the agency life. So nobody believes us. <laughs> 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 so let's see if I'm able to catch you faster next time because you've delegated the heck out of everything and you've you've got a few hours for for other things. Let's see, let's see. Maybe there's maybe there's a success story there. <laughs> we'll keep an eye. As always, so much fun chatting with you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, small talkers. Thank you for listening till the very end. We love bringing these episodes to you and we hope you enjoy them too. Please do drop in your comments, likes, shares, reviews, whatever you can do on the platform that you're on to help us reach a larger and larger audience and that would really make our day. You can find out more about today's guest or today's episode in the show notes. All the details and how you can find us on social media is right there. Thank you and see you next time. Bye.